Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter number 16. And most of the time when a preacher says, turn to Luke 16, we think of the rich man and Lazarus. But there is a great story leading up to that about money that we began on the last podcast talking about. And we just basically gave an introduction on the last podcast. But the Bible talks about this steward here who was accused of uh, wasting his master's goods. And there's some important truths about uh, money and stewardship and wealth that are in this passage that I want to point out. And it's, listen, money, we all deal with it on a daily basis. Some of us don't have much. Some of us have more. Some of us have none. Uh, some live for money. Uh, some folks, money's not important as long as their bills are paid and, you know, every, they've got their mind on other things, and that's good. So, But the bottom line is money is a factor in everybody's life. And Jesus talked about money so much in the Gospels. And I want to read one verse of Scripture, but I challenge you to read all 13 verses, the first 13 verses of Luke 16, because it will uh, it'll help you with this uh, this podcast series. The Bible said in verse 13, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And mammon is just another word for the God of wealth. And so we looked at this on the last podcast, just talking about money and talking about the story here that Jesus said and and really what the whole point of the lesson Jesus is teaching is lay up treasures in heaven uh, invest in some people that you'll have a homecoming in heaven with but I want to go further and I got three thoughts on biblical stewardship and whether you're old or young rich or poor working non-working these are things that you need to apply to your life when it comes to money Jesus in verse 13 sums it all up by saying no man can serve to, no servant can serve two masters you can't serve God money now the first thing when it comes to wealth when it comes to money that we've got to understand is we have to have number one a proper assessment of money a proper assessment you cannot serve God and money you can't serve both you'll either serve money or you'll serve God but you can't serve both. Now, that's Scripture. And there's a test that I want to give on the podcast today. I want to put you to the test. And I've got four truths that I want to finish on the podcast today on this assessment, uh, the proper assessment, and uh, give you this test and, and see whether or not you're serving God or serving wealth. And just take the test and just listen to me and give it, give it uh, your open mind and heart and just see. Number one, the test is this, the trust test, the trust test. Whatever a man trusts in, that's his God, right? Whatever a person trusts in, whatever a person uh, is certain in. Now, if you're trusting in money, 
if you're trusting in uh, riches, then money's your God. Now, you need to ask yourself, do I visualize what could I do if I had more money? Or what could money do for me if I had more of it? Trust test. What do you visualize in your life? What what dictates your life? So, you know, there's some things that money can do, but there's a lot of things that money can't do. The Bible talks about in Proverbs 11, 4, that riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. What's that mean? When the final judgment comes and the wrath of God descends, you're not going to be able to buy your way out of it. Riches profit not in the day of wrath. And when your soul stands before God, you're going to find out that if you put your trust in money, you put it in the wrong thing. Proverbs eleven twenty eight: He that trusteth in his riches shall fall. And if money is your God, if that's where your trust is, this is a dead end road. And what do you think about? Man, if I had more money to do this, if I had more money to do that, I need to make some more money. I need, Or do you just say, God, I'm going to do what I can, and I'm going to trust you that you will do what I can't. So the first way to have the proper assessment is the trust test. The second thing is the priority test. This is where it gets where the rubber gets down on the road. And here's the question. The priority test, what is your first in life? What is your goals? What is your priorities? A lot of people's goal is to have a life that has a lot of things, accumulation. I want this. I want that. And it doesn't say in the Bible it's wrong to have a lot of money. It's wrong for your goal in life to have a lot of money. The Bible says they that will be rich are going to fall into a snare. That's what Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 6. I mean, what's your priority? Are you thinking about the house that you could buy, the car that you could buy? Are you constantly thinking about your latter years, your retirement? Are you thinking about how much that you could put away? I'm talking about what engulfs your life, what consumes you. We shouldn't be consumed with that. Now, should we be uh, pr- uh, have some preparation and be preparing? Absolutely, but not to be consumed with it. Jesus could come today, and the money that I have set aside, any money I have set aside in the bank or in any retirement, any IRA, uh, 401K, you name all the different things, anything that I have set aside is gone. I'm not going to have it. If I died today, I've got insurance policies that help my wife and, and, and things like that, but I can't be consumed with that. You trust what God is, and you prioritize what your God is. And if your trust is in God, and if your priority is in God, you'll be consumed by God. See, we're be, we're to be cons- are you consumed with, with wealth, or are you consumed with... My children need the Lord in their life. Are you consume, or are you consumed with growing in the Lord? Or consumed with your prayer life? Or consumed with world evangelism? Consumed with the glory of the Lord, Jesus Christ? It's easy to figure it out. How many people do you know that would perhaps take a reduction in salary to have a better environment to raise their children? Well, what's the priority? I can't quit my job. 
I can't, I, we can't take a cut and pay. We can't let go of some of these things so that my children are raised in a proper environment. And my wife and I decided when we got married, and we struggled a lot of times financially, but we decided that when we had children, we wanted mom in the home. We wanted mother there. We wanted Jeremiah and Lydia. We didn't even know their names at the time when we decided it, but we wanted our children to have a hourly influence in the home today we have substituted that and and listen i'm not mad at you i'm just telling you we've got our priorities out of whack mom and dad leave the house by six baby goes to daycare the baby goes to a public school the baby goes to child care agency and they don't see mom and dad all day long and they've been influenced eight ten hours by worldly influences a lot of times what is more important, having an extra car, having an extra toy, having a bigger house, having a bigger retirement, or your children having the right thoughts about life and the right thoughts about eternal life? What's the priority? Well, I know what my priority is. I'm, I'm going to make some money. Well, I, I just believe that that's the wrong priority. Is your goal to have enough so you can impress people, satisfy your pride, gain power? Then money's your God. The Bible's clear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It's the trust test. It's the priority test. How about this one? Here's another way you can know if God is your God or money is your God. The surrender test. Is there anything you own? Now listen, is there anything you own that you would not gladly give to glorify the Lord? Anything you own that you would not say, that's yours. If you want me to give that in order to glorify you, I'll give. And I didn't say that you would give it to the preacher or to the church. I didn't say we'd give to somebody that's manipulating your mind or twisting your own. I'm, I'm not asking about that. I'm asking if you knew in your heart that God wanted you to give, and you knew it would glorify him. I don't care what it is. You would say, Lord, it's yours. I, I am only a steward. All you've asked for is what is already yours. It's the surrender test. And if you're not trusting, and if you're not prioritizing God, and if you're not willing to surrender to God, then he's not your God. And then number four, here's the last. The test of admiration. The trust test, the priority test, the surrender test, and then the admiration test. What do you really admire? What and who do you really admire? These people that would rather read uh, uh, a financial magazine than they would the Word of God. They'd read, rather read Forbes or Wall Street or Fortune rather than reading the Word of God. And I'm not saying it's wrong to read those things. I go online, I check stocks. I have things that are invested. I check those stocks and see where they're at because it's wise to look to the future, but it doesn't consume me. What things do you admire? If you had a chance to be invited to a, a meal with some rich and powerful or influential person, or you had a meal to be invited to just some simple, living, godly, sincere person, which home would you be more excited about? Would you rather be invited to the home of a saint of God or some uh, famous, you know, 
rich person. It's what we admire. What do we admire? What do you think is most important? And you're a steward. And you're to be a good steward. We don't need to worship money. We get all bent out of shape. Do you know it's one of the leading causes of divorce in America? Money? Oh, yes. One of the leading causes of, of, of divorce in America is money, finances. You know why? Because finances become our God. But if you put the Lord first, you can have peace. You can have joy. You can have love one toward another and not get caught up in all the rat race that is going on trying to keep up like the old timers used to say with the Joneses. We need the proper assessment of money. Now, I'm going to go into something else on the next podcast, and you don't want to miss it because I believe it'll be be a help to you. I'm just going right through the Word of God here, uh, this story about how we're to handle wealth. But don't miss the next podcast because we're going to give you some more thoughts on this. I appreciate you tuning in today. Let me ask you something. Would you go out today and be salt and light in the world? The world's dirty and dark and needs some illumination and purification. Would you go out today and make a difference? God wants you to. He desires you to. He purposed for you to. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. I'm going out tomorrow. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to go out and make a difference in the world. I believe the Lord would be pleased with that. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.